0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's great to have you. Yeah, great to be here. Yes. Great to great to be here. What's your story?
1: All right, so my story. Uh so you know, I'll try and make a long story short, right? <laughs> I guess you probably hear that a lot. Mm. Um essentially it's just uh so my background is in legal, which will be make no sense by the end of this, maybe, but um so went to law school started working for one of the larger law firms here in America and we doing that for several years and my background in that is intellectual property right so that's patents trademarks copyright anything to do with internet domain names all those sorts of things so I was doing a lot of work in that area right so see how that looking can sort of fast forward in their mind and see how that gets us to online um uh, was doing that sort of stuff and working with numerous clients and doing that and then as my practice evolved and changed we started to get more and more of those clients and i started to interact with those guys right And they were those were all you know hard to get start out with a lot of huge corporations and then as time went on we started to work a little bit more with um, medium-sized businesses and guys who are in that entrepreneurial space themselves Right. So getting to have that relationship with them started to expand my mind on what could be done, what was out there in the world, um, and just the amazingness of being an entrepreneur itself. Right. I think, you know, once you start to have that network of people, then you start to see what they're doing and start to, you know, hear stories from them and, oh man, why you could do this or that and all these sorts of things. And your mind really expanded that point, right? From a more traditional, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be this, right? So um, I think that was a turning point for me majorly. And then uh, to get me more specifically into what got me into entrepreneurship was that I then had a specific case that was dealing with um, some online digital marketing stuff. And one of the major assets in the case was a website and their Google Ranking and those sorts of things, and so getting under the weeds into that got me very interested in all of that and how it worked. And so, in learning more and more about that, I started to see, well, this is a really cool thing. I had at that point, having worked in legal for a while, I had some extra, you know, I had some capital, and I was able to invest into a business. And uh, around that exact same time, I. Got married and was having a child, right? So that was a real impetus for me, right? That's, you know, people like to talk about what's your why, right? So that was a major why for me was starting a family. And uh, anybody who knows a good bit about being a lawyer, being an attorney, is there's a huge time suck there, right? Like you spend a lot of time in the office, you spend a lot of time not with your family (laughs) and that did not seem very um, did not seem very appealing to me so that was a major why for me getting into something that could scale at a different level and I could also be out there doing something that could make a difference it wouldn't be making such a time crunch for me and I would be able to spend time with my family that was a major why and then as I specifically got in that was a personal why right that was the personal why that got into that. And then as things moved on in my life, trying to figure out exactly how I wanted to go about it, my business changed, my digital marketing agency changed and what its focus was from being much more kind of local business. We serve everybody in my local area here in Atlanta to being niche specific and that we serve HVAC companies. So air conditioning, heating, those companies and the reason that changed is because, um, and I'll try and make a long story short, my father-in-law had a friend that was in that business and I needed the units changed out in my house. So he came over and did that. We had to talking. The, they had to do a little bit of extra work. It was like a two day project. So we got to spend a good bit of time together in doing that and talking through struggles, you know, he asked about what I did and blah, blah, blah. We started talking about while well, I do marketing stuff for local businesses. Well I'm a local business, you know. And so we started to talk about that and his struggles and some of the things that he had going on and uh how he could how he could really grow his business. And I started to see that, you know, a lot of contractors and people in that home services area businesses have a hard time and they're not really, you know, they're awesome at doing what they do. They're amazing at, you know, coming in and running top work and putting in units and making sure that we're all comfortable in our homes, but not necessarily amazing at the business side of thing in terms of marketing or even sometimes sales. And so um I started to go down that road with my business and that's where we had a background. So that's what I us to helping those guys is uh, working with him and figuring out that we had a more competency in that area and we could do this and spiraled from there
0: wow so your inspiration to, to do that came from that conversation correct yeah my
1: inspiration so we were already doing that kind of stuff for local businesses and then uh and for doing that with him we that was the inspiration was that conversation with him understanding their problems their pitfalls their struggles and saying well hey man you know you're a family friend, let me help you out. Let me, you know, let me work with you. Let me help you out. Let me see what I can do for you. Let me get my team on this and see what we can work out for you. And once we were able to sort of knock it out of the park for him then I realized, well, hey, let's let's roll this out to other HVAC companies and see if they're up for it. Um,
0: what, what does that stand for, the HVAC?
1: Heating, Ventilation, Air Conditioning.
0: Oh, okay. Are there a lot of them?
1: Yeah, there are a lot of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there were a lot. It doesn't sound like a niche um, most marketers would would think of, actually. Yeah,
1: I mean, so it used to be sort of underserved. I would say Uh, it's gotten a little bit more right as more people. uh, You know, once some people are in the market, it's sort of you know more and more people get in the market. But it was at one point a little bit underserved, and that was the other thing, right? Was they didn't? There were a couple of companies that were doing work for them. Um, There was also kind of a mindset like that a lot of businesses can get in right where well, this is the only way for me to grow my business right is to do this this thing or this marketing works but this marketing doesn't and so if you were able to track different areas of marketing for them then that was a new thing right and and show them that hey we've done this it works, and so give it a shot uh, as opposed to you know oh we're just used to sending direct mail out or you know we wrap our vans and people can see our promotion that way we have book we have radio spots we run ads and yellow pages that you know sort of old school marketing right so there's a lot of businesses like that, that are sort of still thinking that that old school marketing not being online is the way is the only way they can grow their business and you know in this day and age you gotta be you got to be marketing online or you're just, you're dead in the
0: water. So, so you help them fill their appointments. Like what, what does that mean? Fill their calendar with appointments?
1: Yeah. So what that means is, you know, we aren't the typical online for contractors in general and HVAC specifically would be going to a lead vendor, right? So those are companies that sell, um, you know basically like a list of names almost right it's almost that bad but it's you know they they send over a name to the company and says i would say fortune lives at this house needs some help and here's his phone number Mm -hmm. and that's about it right not much information and here it is you call them up try and figure it out and then they'll also sell that lead to three four five maybe a dozen other companies in your area right that creates this race to the bottom competition for it all you know then they start price shopping all these sorts of things they, that person that customer has no idea who you are they don't really care about you versus the other five people right they might as well have them all come out give them an estimate so the difference is right is that you have to do all the legwork as well right the company has to do all the leg work and getting that person on the phone setting up an appointment, all those sorts of things. We realized again, uh, we realized that was a bottleneck in their business, right? They were, you know, they were really struggling, keeping up with, we don't have the time, right? We're out there putting in AC or furnaces. We're out there doing the work. I don't have the time to, if I'm in the middle of of installing an AC unit and I get a ding on my phone from this lead vendor, I have to call within three to five minutes or that person's moved on to somebody else. But I'm in the middle of a I'm in the middle of working with a customer. I can't do that. So we took that off their hands, right? So we said, okay, well, how about this? If that's a problem for you, and those guys aren't servicing that, how about instead what we do is not only do we generate, you know, the customer opportunity, but we have an in-house team of callers that will call for you. You know, so your front desk doesn't have to call. And if you don't have a front desk, because sometimes it's smaller companies that, you know, it's a guy that's doing, it's a guy and his text doing the work. Okay, we'll take that off your hand. We'll go ahead and call. We'll continue to qualify that lead even more. And we can book them directly on your calendar with an appointment so that, you know, you can wake up in the morning and know that ding, ding, ding. Okay, at 9 a.m. I've got to go over to John Smith's house. And at two p.m., I've got an appointment with Lewis, right, to do his, right. Versus you having to chase them all down and figure out, okay, when can you see me and we do that. So, it's just taking it that extra step and doing a lot more of the work for them, the like work for them. So
0: that's what we do. Wow. And so you went from law, made some friends around the tech world. You said, say that again. You went. You went from from law, like
1: yeah yeah it went from law into the tech world yeah, tech yeah. World. And, and so it was but so that was the thing was my legal career was very like focused so it was it wasn't that big of a leap right it's it's a it seems like a huge leap but it wasn't that huge of a leap because um because i had a background in that right my, since i was doing intellectual property law and it started doing you know at the firm i was at initially I had started to be sort of the guy that they sent all of the internet cases to, right? So once that was happening,
0: it just kind of started that snowball. Wow. So, so yeah. you, you told us your why. What what about what the what? Like the what is keeping you every day waking up saying to keep to keep helping these people?
1: The same thing, you know, well, the main the main thing is Obviously, you get the feedback from your client, right? That man, this was awesome. You you really you took me to, a, to the next level that I wouldn't even think was possible, or I knew it was possible, but I didn't know how to get there, right? That's the biggest thing, right? Is that um, a lot of clients, a lot of you know, businesses in general, local businesses, and especially contractor businesses, can get to a certain level, right? But then they they kind of stagnate. This is the same even for agency businesses and. Any business, right? It's every business hits levels where there's a problem they need to solve and maybe they don't know how to solve it, right? And then you solve that problem, you get to another level, and there's a new problem that you've got to figure out how to solve, right? It's just these levels of, of business. And so as an entrepreneur, I think if you want to be, you've got to be two things a professional problem finder, right, for your clients and a professional problem solver for you. Your business and your client, right? <laughs> so um, that's the main thing is, that, and I learned that long ago with um, one of my other businesses that I started is being a professional problem solver. It's huge, right? So in addition to this, I have an Amazon business that I run, and that well, I don't run it anymore. I have a team that does it, but I was that was really where I learned that lesson that be a professional problem solver early on, right? Because. That's all that is. Is you have customer, you have there. You have such a volume of customers, right? That it's constant problems of hey, I didn't get my package. Hey, you know this thing came in damaged. You know the carrier dropped it at my door, and so you know, it's messed up. But like how can you resolve this? I mean, like okay, well here's how. Here's what we're going to do how about this. Meet me. You know sometimes it's meet me halfway, or I can give you. You get the gist of it. So that's so that's the, the what to answer your question is really giving people that extra push to get help them solve their problems to reach that next level right because then it's not just about you know a lot of people get hung up on like oh i, I want extra revenue right or i want extra you know extra cash in my pocket okay but what does that what does that get you? what does that cash get you right like for me you know part of switching over from law was I wanted more time freedom right which is I you know I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs say that I wanted the time freed up so that I could determine okay do I want to scale this to the moon and or do I want to have more of a lifestyle business where I'm making money I'm able to you know to my child's soccer game I'm able to take him you know like yesterday we went and raced go-karts and a bumper boat right? like you know okay i want to have that i was a holiday here but it was like you know okay that's the kind of stuff i want to be able to do right and entrepreneur entrepreneurship provides you that opportunity because when your business you get to make those things right like when it's when i was a lawyer i needed to be there from x time to x time and i didn't have and a lot of times it was a lot of that time you know um so That was was the what, and if I can do that for somebody else, that's amazing, right? Like, so a lot of, you know, for me, the what, contractors are busy too. They're like lawyers, right? Because they have to be out there doing. A lot of times the guy who, the owner of the business is out there still installing AC units and furnaces. He's up in attic or he's in crawl spaces and doing those sorts of, uh, you know, installs. Even though he's been running the business for several years, Sometimes for a decade or, or two decades. And it's kind of like, hey, man, you know, but that's not, you know, you get to a certain age level or a certain want level and you want it. So a lot of times it's not about, oh, I want that extra 20K, 50K in revenue. It's what does that get you? Well, that gets me the ability to sit in the CEO chair at the office and run the business as opposed to still being out there. If I could just have my techs. And the younger guys that I've taught to do that—they're starting their career, right? They, and they need—they want to do that, so they can—and get their next level, right? That's what—that's what really is the work for me. If I can get those guys to where they want to be on that end, and
0: it makes it all worth it. When it comes to exiting the corporate world into entrepreneurship, uh, you're one of the few people that have done it right, and uh, they're, they're probably a few things you you know whatever, mistakes or lessons yeah. wisdom you know, what would what would you say to anyone who's trying to do that?
1: Yeah, you know making the making the leap is you know I started to have some friends that had done some stuff like I said and you start to get that you start to get that message of okay, you gotta make that leap right you gotta you gotta just if you if you never try, you'll never know and then you'll just live with that regret forever right so that that was what was me to make the leap but in terms of you know lessons mistakes you know what i think one of the big lessons and i think a lot of people say this too is that you know you can try and um you know you can try and figure everything out by yourself you know we live in a world where almost every every piece of information is out there on the internet for you right you, know, you could you could start your own business, you know, watching YouTube videos, right? Just like this, one. you know, like watching YouTube videos and all that stuff. Um, and depending on where you are in your life and where you are, it's, it's a personal decision, right? Whether you want to, okay, you're going to spend time or you're going to spend money and mm. fast forwarding your business or putting your business on the map. And so, me because i because i was able to you know i had that nine to five job i had a job previously i had a little bit of capital built up the the, the mistake i didn't make was i did for a little while right i tried to figure it all out myself <laughs> and then I, then I said okay this this isn't working let me let me find mentorship that will work for me right let me find somebody who's already you know solved this problem and just him for mentorship so that I can fast forward my business so that I you know I'm not trying to figure out everything under the sun I'm not trying to figure out you know okay well what should I do about company structure what should I do about hiring what should I do about um how should I figure out this problem that problem If you have got somebody who's already run a successful business and whatever you want to do just go ahead and, and find get on their calendar get with them right um that's what i've done with you know like i said i tried to do it by myself with a couple businesses and it just didn't it just was spinning in your wheels right And so now i've instead and once i once i did that one time and it, and it worked out
0: great i knew that that was a path forward. okay so the, the first thing i hear is um, number one is have some money saved up. Have yeah. some money aside for the. Uh, you never know. You, you know. You never know when things will pick up. You never know. Like so, have some. Um, what what would be a good number? Like how would you how when it comes to how much how much money should I have saved up? Saved up. What would you say is a good number? Hmm.
1: Good question. You know, it's um, it's going to be different for every business, right? It's gonna it's gonna that's going to make a major difference in what you're doing. But you've also got to whenever I think about this question, I try and always have to think about it for myself as well. And I think about it in terms of, you know, my father-in-law you know, owns several gas stations, right? Or he did, he sold them all, he's retired now, but he owns several gas stations. Well, for him do that, right? Let's think about a brick and mortar business like that. I mean, that's, you know, anywhere from, it's tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands potentially millions of dollars to start that kind of business right because you've got to you've got to buy real estate you've got to build if you're not building you've got to pay a lease every month right you've got to deal with zoning you've got to do all this that's a that's a whole Mm. different Mm. can a whole different can of worms than starting an online business right we live in a wonderful age now where we can start a business with very minimal capital Um, so you know given number really wouldn't be yeah i can say i think you know the agency i started with you know not counting mentorship i mean you know that was less than 500 dollars. you know what i mean like because you could start that i mean there you don't even need to have an llc or anything you can really just start doing outreach if you, know how, if you know how to run ads, you have a skill set, you know how to run ads, you know how to do cold email, whatever kind of agency you wanna have, you can start that for, I mean, really
0: less than a couple hundred dollars, if any, if even that, you know, you could start that pretty quickly and easily with very, very little capital.
1: Um, the Amazon business took a little bit more capital just because of the nature of the business. Um, I think I started that out with, well, there, was more a situation of, and this is, you know, some people might, (laughs) I mean, it's not going to be a a number that makes people happy, right? But um, I think I started that out with with an initial investment of three to $5,000. And then, uh, but I had a lot of credit. And that was the name of the game in that business. If, If you're in a, if you're in a, a B 2 C type of business, a business to consumer business. I feel like you probably want to have a lot of it, a lot of credit because you know you never know if you if that ramps up quickly. You need to have that capital there in order to buy things to serve your clients and customers. Right? Um, you need to be, you need to buy product. That's a business to consumer. You know, if it's direct to consumer business to consumer, you want you're going to have to you know if 400 people walk in the door the next day and want your product. Well, you need to be able to buy four hundred products um, wholesale, or however you're doing it. So you know, it all depends on the business, I would say. But there are a lot of online businesses, affiliate marketing, for example, not a business I've been hugely involved in, but I know enough about it to be dangerous
0: kind of situation, and that you can get started in pretty, pretty low capital. Yeah, a couple of a couple of hundred dollars. Exactly. Someone said, "Have." i mean some people will say have 6 months of your salary saved some will say have 2 months of your salary saved you know mm-hmm. how many months of that would you say you know to be
1: i would say 6 months is probably is probably a good it's probably a good idea um it depends on how fast you think you can ramp yourself up right if if you think that, you know look there's guys that have killed it in 30 days 60 days 90 days right and because and I'm a, I'm a big believer, and I think that it's accurate that you know you put your back against the wall, some people are gonna some people are gonna thrive, mm. you know some people are gonna wilt, right? You put your back against the wall, some people are gonna fall. There's you know I have you know lots of friends who put their back against the wall, sort of burn burn the ships and said, this is it, I got to make this work. I don't have any choice, mm. and they made it work because they didn't have a choice, right? Um, that was always one thing that you know I was a little bit envious of, right, I, I had, because I had the family and obligations, I couldn't really do the burn the ship situation, right, um, so that actually elongated my timeline and making stuff work, uh, because I had to, I had to keep the nine to five, right, because I had to keep paying for housing, you know, clothing, feeding, you know, you got got, you've got a baby, they don't, they don't understand, I can't, so, but yeah, so that, um, that elongated my time. But I do think that's amazing, an amazing option for folks who do have that, right? Is folks who do have that freedom already, right? Like it stinks to sort of think I'm already broke. So I don't have anything to lose. I might as well jump all in. Well that's, just- all, that's that's kind of an amazing place to be. Like that's the thing is, look at the positive side of all of it, right? Like that's the positive side of it is, hey, you got nothing to lose. You got no obligations, jump all in. Okay. And just, and just go, just kill it. Um, so, you know, from from somebody who's out, that's one thing I'd say for somebody who's out there watching this, that's like thinks that, you know, man, I'm broke, how would I get started, especially after that conversation that we just had, mm. is look at it, here's the other way I would look at it is, I didn't have the opportunity, I didn't have the option to do that because I had I had obligations, I had bills, house, you know, all that stuff. Wife, mm. kid, if you have that, look at it, look at the positive side of that, you know, if you've got nothing, Boom. Just go all in, just start start reaching out to people. If you, you know, learn the skill, you know, start reaching out to people and say, Hey, I'll do this for free for you if you know if you give me a chance. You know, and then once you get that first client, it can sort of start to snowball. I'm not saying that's the way for everybody. I'm just saying, it's an option for folks, right? A lot of a lot of younger a lot of younger guys who started this in college, right? Where they're kind of, well, I'm still you know, I'm on scholarship or I'm, you know, have housing at college. I don't have a lot of expenses. Mm. Let me use my little bit of extra cash to do start this e-com business or start this. Um, you know, I think those guys are awesome. I love that. I love that mentality. I love that that side of things too.
0: Wow. So, um, I mean, for, for you, you probably also um, needed time to um, alert your employer of exiting the company and and there were there were a few things you had actual responsibilities both <laughs> where you were working and it was not a case of oh I have an idea I'm jumping out yeah um well, love what you well, love what you well, love what you built love what you've done um that, yes do you help people currently you know you talked about you know some sort of mentorship and coaching that helps people along that like do you help people in in, in that regard as well
1: no you yeah, know i don't have any coaching program or helping like mentorship or anything of that nature really um you know if somebody reached out i'd be happy to you know talk to them about any of this stuff you know I'm, I'm i'm open to any of that kind of stuff i just i don't have anything formal or doing anything like that i think you know i do have you know little masterminds here and there with other folks that they've organized and so in those we're always sharing right so we definitely do that within our mentorship within the mentorship i'm in you know, we have little offshoot groups of folks who, who sort of, okay, you know, do you always want to have that, you know, oh, we're, we're, doing, we're doing sales role play, you know, like, so let's start a little group of, you know, on Messenger and do that. Or, you know, hey, here's what's working for me, you know, uh, right now, if you guys, want, oh, I'm having problems with my, you know, with my ads manager. Can you help me? Yeah, yeah. you know, somebody will jump in and say, yeah. So other than that, no, I don't, I don't do any sort of, you know, Give me a couple hundred bucks, now I'll mentor you or anything like that. No, I just have, but you know, if somebody reaches out to me and says, "Hey, you know, looks like you know about this. Like, could you help me out? Could you steer me in the right direction?" I'm more than happy to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. All
0: right, it's it's great it's great to have you today. Share your story and um, and share. What would be your message? Well, if you if you were to summarize, you know, your entrepreneurship journey, leadership, all of that into a message like what would your message be probably even outside of entrepreneurship probably philosophy or belief that guides that guides everything that you do what would be that message be? yeah
1: good question man all right so uh i would say you know and this is something that i had to learn right is that is to really you know kind of like we hit on a minute ago is is try and look at the positive side of things right like mind, you know you probably hear this from a lot of entrepreneurs, especially in this day and age, is that mindset is key, right? so you've always got to be looking at things. Not any anything. You never. There's no win or lose, right? You either. And win is even is even a term I wouldn't necessarily love, right? There's no no win or lose. You either you know, either win the deal. You know, you win for your client. You get wins for your client. You win the deal. You win more time freedom. Or you know, lose is a bad term. You never lose, right? You learned. So yeah, so you should always look at it as you had a learning opportunity. You found a new problem for you to solve. You found a new opportunity for you to figure out something that may be missing in the market that you can that you can solve, right? So there's always learning, which is a win. You never lost, no matter what happened, right? You said, say you sent you know five hundred cold emails and didn't get a response, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, somebody could look at that as like, man, I, this isn't working, I'm, not, I'm losing. No, what happened was you figured out that that messaging isn't resonating with your audience. Mm-hmm. You figured out that, that maybe that channel isn't the right channel for you to be reaching your audience. Mm-hmm. You know, Examine what happened there and figure out, man, that's what I learned. I don't need to waste my time doing that anymore mm-hmm. because the reality is they're over here. Awesome. Now I no longer have to deal with that. I don't, you know, like that's, that's the way I would look at things. Always, you didn't lose, you didn't have, you know, nothing happened except you learned a valuable lesson. And some lessons are are a little more expensive than others, but, you know, (laughs) they're always, there's always a lesson in everything. And as long as you can look at the things and say, you know what, I had a great lesson from that. Trust me, I've had a lot of very expensive lessons, But, but yeah,
0: that would be my major like sort of overarching philosophy is to look at things that way.
1: And if you can look at things that way, then you will excel.
0: Look at things from the positive side at all times, basically.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You you never you never lose. You always win. You either win or learn. The the L there is learn yeah exactly
1: exactly exactly that's right you you took an l the l was you learned was you learned? <laughs> yeah exactly no that's awesome i like that fortune i like i, I might have to steal that from you <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right it's great to have you man thank you for your sharing your story belief and doing what you do
1: yeah thank you man hey let's 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 get out there and get these w's and take some l's as well
0: yeah <laughs> keep learning
1: <laughs> all right cheers man cheers